Hello and welcome to the Catholic Delusia. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Rhoda, and with me, I have Father Eli Gieske. How are you, how are you doing today, Father Eli? Good. Yeah, doing pretty well. Just kind of chugging along here as we get closer and closer to Lent. Yes, it is. Uh, it is almost here. That is, uh, yeah, we've been... Uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like the last couple weeks, it's just like, it's almost, you know, it's, it's almost here. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's, here. It's, uh, it's almost here. We're just about there. <laughs> just you hold on there, sir. You're just about there. And, you know, it's still, it's still almost here. It's still almost um, here. But I don't know. To, to a certain extent, it kind of feels like, like the, like busy season has started yeah. and yeah. we're kind of getting things going. Gearing up. Um, yeah. People have been, we're at masses this past weekend. Uh, and know that we started the small group signups. They're live, mm-hmm. and we've had a, a good amount of people sign up. Yeah, uh, I think I think we have nine groups. I think like three or four of them are totally filled. Yeah, already. That's awesome. Um, which is great. And there's a couple other ones that only have a couple spots. Um, there's a couple ones that have a handful of spots left. So, mm-hmm. um, so there are still spots if anyone is interested. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that, that's that's been a, a nice a nice site. Yeah, it's. After all the preparation and everything, it's good to see that people are taking advantage of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but along with uh, along with Lent approaching, we also uh, like as soon as I mean we have Ash Wednesday, but then right after Ash Wednesday we have our parish mission. Yeah. So um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that's the third, fourth, fifth of March, and uh, yeah, like that. That's going to be hopefully a really good really good experience um and a, a good opportunity for people here at the parishes so uh so yeah if you want to rsvp which uh will be helpful for just kind of for us thinking like food amounts and um for just just like for child care and stuff like that right. um yeah, you can go into the website uh catholicduluth.org and it's like right there under the main header section you can click that button and rsvp uh for for that yeah tell us you're coming so that we can feed you. Food is good. Take care of your childrens. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but but with uh, I guess talking about Ash Wednesday, uh, we can we can maybe talk about that that math mass schedule because yeah, we yeah. have we have uh, four masses. We're, we're, we we're have, trying something new. Yeah, we have four four masses. Yeah. So Father, that's going over time. Yeah. So we're we're doing a six a.m. A.M., not P.M., 6 A.M. at Holy Family, and then at 8 A.M. at Holy Family. So those are the two morning ones. And then we have a noon and a 7 P.M. at St. Lawrence. So it's a little bit of an experiment to see kind of like where do people go. If we really get a good turnout at that 6 A.M., maybe we would do that on Holy Days, you know, for the working class. Because usually it's kind of like we just expect people to go in the evening, which, you know, that's somewhat reasonable. But maybe there's a lot of morning people there that prefer to go in the morning. So we'll do that and we'll see mm-hmm. how the turnout is. If it's disaster and nobody shows up, nobody yeah. wants ashes. Okay, well, we tried it. You know, yeah, and, and nothing lost. It, it, it could be something too where we're, we're some, maybe some people are like, you know, I really like a morning one, but like six is too early yeah, or something. Yeah. So, and then it's like, know. well, you have the eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're a working person, you need to go before eight o'clock probably, yeah. uh, unless you have a little bit flexible schedule but for a lot of people up there going into work like if you go to mass at eight you're getting out of there 8 45 
nine o'clock, you know, on holy day, um, you know, get into work, nine thirty, nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of late for some jobs. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. What else do we have going on? Uh, we have Men's Day of Reflection. Men's Day of Reflection. Uh, so that's March nineteenth. Yeah, Feast uh, of Saint Joseph. Feast of Saint Joseph. It's at uh, Saint Lawrence, and that's going to be from ten a.m. to three p.m. Yeah. So um, again, for that, you can RSVP on the website, or you can just call the office and ask to be signed up, and we can do that for you. So uh, the cost is fifteen dollars, and that covers lunch and some some you know some 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 snacks. Yeah, snackies. So, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be good. Father Eli is gonna be presenting alongside uh, Bishop Felton. Yeah. So that'll be cool to also have have him there. Yeah. For a bit. So should, should be should be good. Should be a good day. Uh, we have uh, an RCIA retreat day. Yeah. And so that's March twelfth. March twelfth, a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. That's at St. James, actually. Okay. So I don't know the times, but I guess the sisters are gonna be teaching, and there's gonna be some adoration. Um, I'll actually be doing my first small group that morning, so I'll do my first small group and then rush over there for adoration okay. that morning. So, yeah. Good. So, uh, so yeah, is is that specifically for people who are going through the process? Yeah, or? people are going through the process. So it's not really open to people who have been coming to RCA that are Catholic. It's more for those who are not Catholic and are becoming Catholic. So, yeah, yeah it's a smaller okay. group. Okay, so. good. Then, uh, yeah, the the last... Uh, kind of announcement thing is uh, let's listen the uh, kind of diocesan initiative initiative yeah I, I was gonna say program but I was like that's not the right word initiative <laughs> um, uh, that Bishop Daniel was kind of uh, starting is uh, so the kickoff for that within the Duluth deanery is next Sunday so February 27th um, that's gonna take place at 3 p.m. The following, there's like a 2 p.m. mass. 2 p.m. mass, and then 3 p.m. And 3 p.m. is when... Uh, so if you want to go to starts. both the mass and the Let's Listen session, you can do both, or you could just show up at 3, 3 p.m. and do the, the Let's Listen portion. Yeah, so yeah, that one's going to be at the cathedral. Uh, uh, and then th- there will be other, other times throughout mm-hmm. the month. Like we're going to have uh, a couple here, uh, one here at St. Lawrence, and then one we're going to have at St. James. We're going to be kind of working with them so um so that those uh so we'll, we'll have those available and there will probably be others within the, the city i guess I'm, I'm assuming most parish clusters will have at least one but it's hard to hard to know for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um so yeah so if you're at all interested in going to the the, the kickoff event which is it's, it's me the same thing so it's not like yeah. you have to go to multiple yeah. ones right right unless you just really want to really, really want to l- be listen. listened to <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah and then we do also have the uh, Theology of the Body coming up. That's the 26th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, end of March, but it's coming up. So just be aware of that. That's for uh, students, but it's also for, I would say, anybody who is, wants to learn more about that topic. Um, yeah, so anybody who's interested. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to be sending out an email here in the next day with all this information. So if, if you're, you know. You're like, wow, that, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if <laughs> you're on so Flocknote, you should email it out. You should get that information. So yeah, and if you're not on Flocknote and you want to be, you can uh, either sign up at the on our website or you can uh, call the office. So neat. 
Great, great. Um, well, today we're going to do a nice little, uh, we're going to do a prayer episode. So we're going to do uh, Lexio Divina with the upcoming uh, Sunday Gospel. So this is uh, uh, Luke chapter 6, verses 27 through 38. Um, have you already prepared your, your homily or, or is, it, is, it, is this it? Uh, I have prepared my homily mostly. It's, it's uh, I kind of wrote much of it last week because I was trying to fit it all in one okay. week and then it just didn't. I was like, this is going to be too long. I'm going to lose people. So uh, it was mostly written already. So okay. I still I still need to nice. kind of uh, adjust it probably, but yeah, it's this the substance is there. It's, it's it's probably different too when you're like specifically trying to go off of like some s- certain readings, or if you're like, oh, I want to talk about like this theme throughout yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's different. Okay. Good. Um. Yeah. So so we will. Um. So what kind of this will will look like. The, the plan for this is, so I'll read through uh, this scripture. Uh, I'll read through it a couple of times, but the first time I'll read through it. And um, yeah, if you're listening, you can, you know, I mean, th- depending on kind of what, where, where you're at, if you're, you know, just at home, you can, you know, close your eyes, try to get in like a prayerful uh, state. And then uh, just, just listen along. Even if you want to like pull, you know, pull the, the reading up, you can read along with or something. Um, but the first time I read through, just kind of be in a state of like receiving. So just kind of think like, what's, what sticks out to you? Um, is there anything that kind of like strikes a chord or whether it's, you know, a specific word, a phrase, an image, kind of whatever it is. Um, just kind of, yeah, just be in a, a state of receiving. Um, and then we'll take some time after the reading, kind of like mull over it a little bit and then, uh, and then I'll read through it a second time. And then uh, once when, when I read through it the second time, kind of being a little bit more like in, in an active state of listening. So um, trying to think like, okay, what, you know, re- like reflect on this. Like, okay, what what does it mean? What's the Lord trying to like tell me through this passage? Stuff like that. So I don't know, do you have anything to add with that, Father? No, just uh, this is Luke chapter 6, 27 to 38. So if you're trying to follow along, mm-hmm. you can grab your Bible and uh, read along. Yeah, great. All right, so let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, 
Love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. So we'll just sit on this for a little bit. Uh, think about what stood out to you. Um, yeah, and just kind of pray with that for a little bit. Guess for one, for me, for it was really the first part that really stuck out, stuck out to me. The whole, uh, you know, loving your enemies and those who basically curse you, mistreat you, all those things. Um, I think, in some sense, that's the goal as a Christian to become that kind of person that can do that. Mm-hmm. And how difficult that is, really. When we are unjustly retreated, um, that's it's hard not to retaliate or want to retaliate, but instead to turn the other cheek, like that is, wow, like we do not. I don't see that happening in our world right now. Even many Christians, even Christians who say that they are devout followers of Jesus, are very outraged by the mistreatment they have and to some degree I guess there's a difference between being outraged or being um, frustrated with mistreatment and at the same time accepting that mistreatment as Jesus calls us to in this gospel passage maybe there's a harmony there where you can actually do both but more often than not it's like this is an injustice we need to fix it I need to express my dissatisfaction with being treated ill or not well and it's a balance I guess I mean we're not meant to take abuse and and be um, turn a blind eye to other people's abuse but for our own sake can we accept these kinds of things humbly and really turn that other cheek like wow that is that is radical radical way to live I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean I, I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. The one kind of 
the idea that just kept coming back to me, which is like, this is so like countercultural within the world as a whole from the secular level. I think even within like the church mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. this is countercultural. Mm-hmm. And within my own life, it's countercultural. Like, it's just like, like there's probably not many people who have per- like perfected this, Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's just, just the one kind of line that really stuck out to me in which probably every time I read this, it sticks out to me is like, for if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? And that's just like, yeah. cuts straight to the heart. And I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, just thinking about and all the, just how many aspects of my life that I just, you know, take things so personally, mm-hmm. whereas like, I'm so important, you know? Um, and, uh, so yeah, yeah, it was just, just, just that was that moment of like, oh, like even if I'm kind of the, the, you know, Minnesota nice on the outside, it's like the inside where I'm just like, oh, I'm not saying nice things about you inside, but I'll, <laughs> I'll fake it on the outside, right, you know, to, right. to go along or something. Right. Such a contrast between what Christ holds up to us, right? That he loved us at our worst and he loves us at our worst. So... When he was being scourged, he still loved those guys who were scourging him. When he was being crucified, he he loved not only those who were crucifying him, but the ones who brought about that. So the chief priests and the the scribes and the Pharisees and all those people who he had bitterly struggled with throughout his ministry. Um, And all of those times, he loved them. He was acting out of love. And when it came down to it, he chose to accept their um, their treatment of him humbly, quietly, mercifully, you know. Father, mm-hmm. forgive them for they do not know what they do. Wow, that is... We talk about that as Christians, but do we really try to live that out? Do we really understand what that is? In a moment when we've been tr- treated poorly or unjustly, it's so quick, at least in my own heart, so easy to jump to, this is wrong. Like, this is, I need to fight back or I need to um, complain to somebody else or whatever. Uh, find some way to um, express my dissatisfaction rather than just receiving that and and loving, loving that person um wow that is (laughs) it is incredible to think about loving to that degree and like you said it comes down to if i only love those who love me that's pretty easy to do but where our faith should really shine through is when we're called to love those who are who are our enemies who are unkind and unjust or maybe just not even those radical things but even just to love somebody that's indifferent to us you know when we when we show an act of love or an act of generosity and we're not thanked we're not praised we're not whatever you know somebody i can think of how many times somebody asks for help or needs help and i help them you know, with money or whatever it is. And my expectation is that they should be, 
be holding to me or they should be grateful that I'm helping them. And maybe they should be, but maybe in their life right now that they're just so broken that they can't even do that, you know. So do I? can I love in that way rather than always expecting like keeping score like, oh, I did this. Where's my little... Mm-hmm. my little prize so yeah such a radical gospel passage this weekend yeah yeah so think about now like yeah like so what what did stick out to you as we you know read through this was there any you know maybe it was one of the ones that we talked about maybe, maybe it wasn't you know maybe it was something else so just think like yeah like what stuck out to me um you know, what was the, what kind of struck a chord? And, uh, and then now we'll, we'll read through it a second time. And, um, and just, just, uh, whatever that is, whatever kind of stuck out to you, just, you know, be a little more, more, uh, more kind of ha- having this, this, uh, like conversation with God. I'm just like, yeah, like why, what, why is this, you know, what are you trying to tell me, Lord? Like, you know, what, what's maybe in my life that this is that I kind of need this right now or, um, and yeah, just kind of start like thinking about that. And, and, you know, if, if you're someone too, that you're listening through this and you're like, yeah, you know, nothing really stuck out. It's like, that's okay. Just keep, keep going with it. Just keep, you know, keep praying, just being open. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And then we'll, you know, maybe talk through it a little bit more after that. So, Jesus said to his, to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your, cl- your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For, for if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect from repayment. What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured out into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will be returned, measured out to you. So let's take a little bit of time just to maybe process through that a little bit. Think, you know, um, that converse with God, 
see like uh you know why why is this sticking out to me lord what what are, what are you trying to tell me and we'll just yeah and then we'll talk about it for myself as I ask the Lord about this and what I'm meant to take away um, what first comes to mind is in some sense don't take things personally you know I can be so willing to be offended are so willing to take something personally like everything is a personal attack against me when when somebody expresses something whether it's as a priest when I make decisions and people don't like my decisions or they are upset about something and they won't want to talk to me just not to take it personally like they're they're expressing themselves I don't need to I don't need to take it as in a personal affront and get all worked up about it I can just try to receive what they're saying just try to receive what they need to say and and not you know go and tell somebody else like oh I can't believe they were so mean or I can't believe they didn't like my decision or whatever you know just let it go like let it die with me I don't have to share that hurt with somebody else um, and then uh, I guess on a another level just to to see it as an opportunity like in some sense I deserve because of my sinfulness because of my wretchedness because of my uh, failures in so many ways anything that comes to me that is unkind unjust maybe maybe that particular thing was unjust towards me but as as a person who has failed and has sinned like I deserve much worse by God's justice. So can I can I just transfer that a little bit and say, okay, I can receive this. I don't have to I don't have to, you know, say yes, this is a good thing, but I can can I just say, okay, Lord, I can receive this. This is this is okay. Like I don't need to I don't need to be sad or worried about this. I can just receive it and say, okay, this is an opportunity to share with you, Lord, and your experience in a very small way, what you did for me, that I can receive this in unjust attack or this unjust treatment or whatever, or this 
you know, uh, I can show some mercy here, um, rather than, you know, going another route. I can, can I share in the Lord's experience just in a small way? And so for me, uh, as a priest, I guess that's, that's what I'm hearing the Lord say to me, is just be a little bit more willing to roll with the punches and, and just let, let, let things happen. Let, let these things happen to you and don't don't try to always justify yourself in every situation and make sure everybody knows how much you're being poorly treated. I yeah. guess that's what comes to mind for me. Yeah, and I think I mean it's so easy to be like a victim today. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like it's uh and even in, in just like little ways, not even like in big ways, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just, just in my own life, I think it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just easy, um, to like our culture kind of sets us up, uh, us up for that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. The one thing that really stuck out to me the second time that we read through it and, um, was this, uh, was the part that was like, stop judging, uh, and you will not be judged, stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that just like s- stuck out to me because yeah, it's so easy to like judge other people's motives the mm-hmm. wrong way, mm-hmm. you know, and or like if somebody you know, yeah, if somebody doesn't like a, d- a decision or something that's going on in the parish and they voice that, you're like, well, you 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 just don't get it, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that's mm-hmm. like the, the way that I think that we're like my head goes, it's like you just don't get it, uh, you know, you can't take change or you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like get mm-hmm. into this, but it's like, oh, you know, that's might not be it at all, maybe. Or, you know, maybe to a certain extent it is, but also maybe to a certain extent it's not. And there might be an aspect where they have a point, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not the best idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and so just like, just like being able to like kind of step back and, you know, I think it kind of takes things together. It's like, oh, I like one, I need to not take that personally or, but then also like just not like judging that like, oh, since you don't agree with me, that means that you're wrong. You're, <laughs> you're wrong. And you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, you're a bad person. Uh, you don't want uh, good things to happen, you know, or whatever. And that's that's just you know, maybe extreme example or one, one example. But, um, but just I don't know. It's just so easy to do that in all different aspects mm-hmm. of life. You know, even just thinking like, if someone like jumps in front of you in in like a line, you know, it's just so easy to be like, there how inconsiderate? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Do you know who I am? You know, like like but that's kinda like what it like that's what happens, I think like a, like actually in my head. Mm-hmm. But then when you say it out loud, it's like, wow, that's that's a joke. Like mm-hmm. that's like it's not a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um or yeah. but but just like the first thing is like, man, I can't believe that person would, you know, they must hate me for some reason or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, just like those, that, that type of stuff where, where, and then I think there's also, um, I think this is hard within the church too, because especially since the church is like on a lot of the big hot button issues, we're kind of on the minority side right now in the culture. And so, and I mean, this is something that probably my entire life I've heard that like the Catholic church is like judges people and condemns people Mm -hmm. uh when it especially when it comes to like you know gay marriage abortion like stuff like that Mm -hmm. we're 
when we say, oh, we don't, we don't agree with this, like, like, for whatever it is, it's like, oh, well, you know, you're judging me and you're condemning me. It's like, it's, and so just, just thinking like, man, like, like, it's, it's almost like I need to not do that, but also like what the rest of that passage says, I need to be like, okay with them accusing me of it though, mm-hmm. you know, which is a hard yeah. line to walk. Cause he's like, I don't want to become what they think I am, mm-hmm. but it's also hard to not do that right. when they're, when it's like, no, like, no, you're the one judging me or like mm-hmm. whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, no, that's like a hard, um, a hard like area to, I think, deal with yeah. within the church. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. It's very, uh, challenging to stand up for our faith and at the same time not come off as hardened or you know I mean I think it's some in some sense it's almost like a self-defense right like when we experience pushback on the church's teachings if we're trying to be faithful to the church like some of the things you mentioned somebody comes at us and says here, I can't believe you try to say that you love people and yet you you say these things or you do these things. And our response can be very hard sometimes and just you know, like, well, this is what it means to be a follower of Christ is that we we follow him on these things and therefore you're not following him. You're, and kind of direct it back at them and just instead of just saying, well, I'm trying to love and this is, this is uh, where the Lord is inviting me to love. Is even in this moment when you're disagreeing with me, to try to love you, and not just fire, throw it back in your face or whatever. And um, it's hard to. How do you do that? How you how do you balance that out? And um, I think it's something we really have to receive the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in those moments because. If it's just up to me, like I'm easily going to go on the attack or try to confront rather than, and, and it's not that we're supposed to like say, oh no, I didn't mean it. You know, it's, we can't mm-hmm. back down from the issue, but at the same time, yeah. like how do I disagree with you, but love you at the same time? That's challenging. It's much easier to disagree with you and, and like throw you down and be like, you're a bad person or you're, you're not following Christ. You don't know Christ. You, whatever, if you knew Christ and you wouldn't think this way, blah, 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 you know, all these things we can kind of, like you say, kind of judge or come up with motives in our own head of how how they're coming at this thing. And the reality is we really don't know, like, where that person's coming from, so. Yeah, yeah, just talking about this too, maybe think of, like, the woman caught in adultery and then, you know, they're going to, these people are going to go and stone her. And so Jesus like draws the line in the sand or whatever. And he was just, or I guess what, what he didn't draw the line, but he just like drew, wrote something in the sand. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's just like anyone who's without sin, throw the first stone. And then I just, I love like his, like what he says, because he's, he's just like, Oh, has, has, has nobody thrown a stone at you? And she's just like, like, no, sir. And he's like, well, like neither do I like, mm-hmm condemn you right mm-hmm. is, is that what he says right? yeah and so um 
And so just thinking like, oh yeah, like that's how, like, like Jesus didn't distance himself from sinners, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's like part of this too. Is like, we need to, um, like, I think one like recognize our own sinfulness, mm-hmm. and, and especially in the situations where it is like, it's like, try not to like judge other people because it's like, hey, I, like. I also have my own stuff that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I can't, like, I don't, it's not like a, I can't, or I'm not going to judge you, but at the same time, not like, just being like, oh, well, like, it's fine. Yeah. So like That's um, not a sin. Yeah. Yeah. Like having like a, you know, kind of, yeah, just, it's, it's just like a hard balance to have. Mm-hmm. So. It's a, it's a radical way to to live, right? To 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 be totally committed to a certain moral life, a certain way of looking at the world, uh, giving total obedience to God, all the things that Christians are called to do, and at the same time have this radical way of loving everybody, no matter who they are, uh, whether they agree with you, whether they're your enemy or your friend. That is just, that's why Christianity is so radical uh, when we live it to its fullest. I mean, mm-hmm. we usually have a watered-down version because that's what we can handle or that's what we think we can yeah. handle at least. But by God's grace, we can. You know, we can do this. It's just we have to continually ask for that conversion of heart. So. Great. Um yeah, so hopefully, you know, us kind of talking some things out um, also kind of helped you be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like, what is, you know, like, what did stick out? Why why is it sticking out to me? Like, how can I, how can I, you know, apply this to my life? And how can I, uh, what can I take away? You know, what, what what's the Lord trying to tell me? So, uh, so yeah, this is... Uh, this was good. Yeah, I don't do. Do you have any other closing thoughts or? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm not going to talk a lot about this this weekend, but this is in some sense what underlies what I'm talking about. Like as I was praying through this passage, I was like, ah, this is a really good passage to talk about the radicality of our faith, but to become the kind of persons who can live this way, we need to take some basic steps first and mm-hmm. so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, scripture, it's always convicting. Yeah, 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 especially when it's, when it's stuff like this, where it's like, man, this is, <laughs> this is a high standard. Mm-hmm. Um, really an impossible standard. We can't do it on our own. <laughs> yeah, 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 but. And the world doesn't expect it of us. Mm-hmm. Only Christ does. Great. Um, yeah, thank you, Father, for, uh, for, for being here. And yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope. You know, we're able to, you know, get something out of this and kind of take this through the rest of your day. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.